Um, so, first of all, just want to start with this chap. Um, now, I think the first, the first sort of question to ask ourselves is, you know, we're, we're all sort of hoping that uh, as an outcome of this exercise, you're all going to be sort of design champions and design leaders. And um, sort of we have to ask ourselves, what does, what does it feel like to be a design leader? And the reason that we've got this chap up is that, um, like him or loathe him, I'm not even sure that we're, we're allowed to sort of mention him uh, nowadays, um, but... Um, you know, he did do an awful lot to embed um, design thinking into mainstream practice and uh, really put design on, on the, firmly on the ag agenda and embed design thinking into planning policies and so forth. But he didn't, self-confessedly, he didn't know much about design, particularly when he took on the role. But he had a driving passion. I think that's a, it's a key thing. Now, I can't do the accent. I'm sure that some, uh, that, uh, that some of you could a, a lot better. But he said, you know, we haven't done enough on the design. That's a major area for improvement. Um, and so uh, th this sort of thinking gave rise um, to the birth of the Urban Task Force. And then what flowed from that in the, in the ensuing years was a whole series of design initiatives and documentation uh, that looked at different aspects of design and how we, we embed it into the work that we do. And we have to ask ourselves, I think, why are we so preoccupied with design and particularly design guidance and design control? And I think um, the answer is this, this, this word here, control, that somehow it's sort of deeply embedded in the, the British psyche that actually to, um, to secure high-quality outcomes we just need to get the control mechanisms right. And I think, um, I, think I want to just sort of challenge that or, or prompt a bit of sort of counter-thinking on, on that front. 